Welcome. We thank you for listening with us today. We ask that you please stow away and secure all important items. There are no emergency exits. So, just sit back, relax, fasten your earbuds, and enjoy. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 147. Something something rhymes with heaven. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like that's uh, fitting. Just wait and you guys will see. Yeah. Let's I mean, talk about religion. We, uh, I mean, it's a good reference to the afterlife because we have a lot to get to. Um, this is where we focus on the jokes first uh, with bits of information, stuff from the news, personal stories, sometimes, sometimes interviews. interviews. Yeah. <laughs> I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Heisenberg Coleman. It is. It is. And uh, yeah, so one of the things we are going to get to is we were going to, uh, we tasked Tuttle with giving us a 10 minutes about Scientology. Scientology this week. So a little, not he- not heaven oriented, but no, it's but religious. It started on religion. Let's in full disclosure, I uh, gave him the more general uh, generalized topic of religion to which he quickly warned us I might piss a lot of people off. Normally, I don't care if Tuttle pisses people off because uh, as the disclaimer states, uh, his opinions are not ours, but... I was just like, let's not just piss a bunch of people off. Let's So let's narrow it down. And uh, it fit in the theme based on the what's up, Doc, that I have for you guys this week as well. Okay, so that one's so going to be about religion? It's too? about Scientology specifically. Okay. So yeah. it, uh, everything fits a theme. Yeah, we got uh, Digi Hears, of course, and then stuff that we you know we want to talk about before getting into the... We'll start with the aforementioned personal stories John talked about. Oh, That's what we're kicking yeah. off with. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this week's kind of been dull and i've been yawning a lot today covid covid weeks man they I, go by quick or they go by slow you I never know I, I don't know just if, like real life weeks. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i'm like depressed or what but i just like the womp, last womp. the last like two or three days just maybe five or six times an hour i'm yawning That's periodically so you're extra fatigued maybe but i feel fine you feel fine you don't have a fever i just have like this just making sure i would be worried but we got your test results on your pixel test uh, from LabCorp that we did last week on the video version of the show. Uh, put that up on the YouTube for you guys. And we got John's results back, and they were happily, what, John? Negative. Negative. COVID-free since 2020. Yeah, so I know I'm just good. Just like me. I'm good in that department, I know for sure. Be right back. I got to pee. I, uh, I'm out of rhymes. No, I just don't know why, because I don't really don't feel that tired. And I don't think, uh, I mean, I've been a little down in the dumps, which... I, I kind of put it on my social media. I was just kind of asking for people to s- just say nice things. I, I, oh, <laughs> I didn't even see it. <laughs> and I'm I on g- Facebook so little recently, man. I'm just like, I think I'm kind of done with it. Yeah. Honestly. It, I, I find I, myself I on Instagram uh, here and there, but I'm, I'm very rarely checking with Facebook. When I do, I just look at like my notifications and like the ones that jump out to me. Mostly I look at like the things on the group page or whatever and anything that maybe tags me or something and otherwise... I'm uh, I'm, that's it, man. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, I but I, I get to run its course for I me. I can't thank everybody enough because I just I was feeling a little down and I just asked anybody. Was that today? Yeah, to just I like oh, see that. you know, give me some words of kindness and you know people were being super nice. So thank you to everybody who was saying that's awesome. Uh, I'm glad that they came back to you in a positive manner. I would never have the balls to do that because I know the negative bullshit that would come back. At me. <laughs> or all the it would jokes. just be open. Yeah, people would just be uh, could, they would use it as their opening for you know oh, I got a joke. I'm let me make jokes. I fucking hate you. And I was like. Eh, if I was really in a down point, I would not 
need that but, extra negativity so i would not open myself up to that but it's, it's, i'm glad you got positive responses i know right and Good I for could, you. it could have really went it either way shows how you're living your life versus how i live mine mm-hmm. <laughs> but was that would that be why i'm yawning so much though like just because i'm i feel down in the dumps a little maybe. bit maybe it just uh yeah you're just kind of uh, uh to use a fancy word blase yeah. which is spelled just like blaze super fancy blaze one. <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's Pothead. No, I, I mean, are you one of those uh, like if you see somebody yawn, then you yawn too? Sometimes it, it, I feel like it I'm, is kind of contagious. I'm a sympathetic. This, I mean, yeah, I feel like in these days nowadays, uh, yeah, wear a mask over your yawn, please. I don't want your fucking gross, uh, gross yawn droplets. Do on you me. want me to wear a mask now? <laughs> if you're gonna yawn <laughs> yeah, and or sneeze, <laughs> well, don't be so boring, bitch. That's right. Yeah, you can get a nice fancy mask or buff over at the decaljunkie.com with our logo on it. Mm, yeah, check them out. I uh, no, but I just definitely wanted to to say that just because even before we started, I you know I went into yeah. a yawn, like a fit of yawns. I didn't even see the yawns. I just definitely get the uh, the blah from you. My eyes were my eyes were like tearing up because I just kept opening Ugh. and closing my jaw. The That's boredom, what she said. The boredom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the you boredom were... is making you cry. I like how you tried to get ahead of me. I didn't even catch it because I was trying to ram my own word out. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about it. Uh, so. Yeah, if I'd have caught that jawline, I would have. Uh, welcome, to, welcome to Funny to Informing, where we have a lot of jokes about yawns. <laughs> <laughs> the yawniest show in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, everybody listen to this is yawning now. <laughs> Best of yawns, twenty twenty. <laughs> uh, we we did hang out a little bit too. Uh, Speaking of best of, we hung out with some nominees this week. Yeah. Even though it was a boring week, we didn't do a whole lot. We were at Cavo's a couple. I was at Cavo's a bunch because I was working, but uh, uh, John and I were on our off time at Cavo's a couple times this week. I stopped there a few times this week. Yeah. And um, it's always good to see those guys. Yeah, John, we just kind of stopped in uh, one night to just see the guys because we knew they were going to be uh, practicing for uh, probably to come on our podcast with a... uh, uh, an- another more baby fledgling podcast and uh, <laughs> just kidding but they were doing another show um, actually then one step under us the number five best show in Orlando to our number four best show in Orlando and oh, so we okay. figured that's a good warm up and we'd go you know hang out and see you know the podcast that was there and, and the guys so we uh, definitely hung out with the Cavallini brothers and uh you know, and I, I think it all kind of ties together because they're nominated for a bunch of stuff with the with the weekly best of uh, yeah this year. Two four Which, categories. Man. I mean, and I'm really behind them actually winning probably all four categories, honestly, because I've had their wings. I know the wing category is one of them. Yeah. So under uh, food and drink category, under the food and drink heading, uh, they're up for best cheesesteak, best wings, and best pub grub. Those are all three separate nominations. Um, I really think they could take cheesesteak or wings, maybe even pub grub. Who knows? Um, I just, I don't see them taking all four. It's stiff competition, man. There's so much great shit in Orlando. You know what I mean? They just happen to be one of them. But they're also up in the other heading of nightlife for best sports bar, which is huge. That's a big thing. And I, I love it for a sports bar. You can go see pretty much anything that's on. They'll have it on. And if they don't have it on, you want to watch it, ask them. They'll turn it on. Yeah, that's the hard one to win. And yeah. that's like that yeah. seems extremely uh, prestigious if you actually get that one. Cause, yeah, right? Because of, you know, like you just said, the volume of, of bars and restaurants and things going on in town. The level of competition, for sure. Nonstop. Uh, it's, it's almost as thick as the uh, podcast segment in the local color, which features with 32 or 37 nominees yeah. for podcasts. And we'd be super happy if you guys could jump on here in this last week. It ends Sunday, uh, August 2nd at 11.59 p.m. and vote us in the local color section for best local podcast. It's, uh, it's almost done now. It'll be and an honor. I, uh, I know. I, I'm kinda, it kind of sucks Like when you see Cavos is nominated for this and this and that. Is it Cavos or Cavos? It's Cavos. Do I just say it wrong all the time? Yeah. Cavos. Yeah, because the, how, do you, how do you say their last name? Cavallini. Right. Not okay. Cavallini. 
Cavos. Cavallini. Yeah. That's hard for so me. So that's exactly. It, uh, they do. They hear it all the time. They never correct anybody. Yeah. Like them getting into so many categories makes me feel bad that we're only in the one. But, nah, you know, but we haven't perfected our cheesesteaks and wings yet. <laughs> that's true. We're working on it. We're working on it, guys. <laughs> Got to get on it. Got to get on it. And it wasn't. The it, funny to inflaming wing it, flavor is really going to burn you up. <laughs> this, and this didn't happen at Cavos, because I, I went out a few times this week. So I went to, to another restaurant. I'm not going to say where, but I was. And, and I got so uncomfortable. Some and I flicked Donald's. I've never had this happen to me. And I was just sitting, you know, minding my own business, uh, you know, drinking beer, eating whatever. And I'm like looking across the bar and like, I don't know, this couple maybe throwing their first date or you know their relationship is still new mm -hmm. so they have like all that uh, pda shit oh okay very public but the guy looks a little older he's in a really nice suit like super gelled back hair the lady's definitely younger oh, and prostitute where i start to feel uncomfortable is i'm sitting there and i just you know i'm looking around the bar not really into anything in particular and then i see her looking at me but what she's doing she's hooking up with that guy and her eyes are dead open over his shoulder while she's kissing this guy, staring at me. Oh, so she's kissing a dude with her eyes open. One, yeah, that's, yeah. that's automatically <laughs> weird as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And I, and she's staring at me, not blinking. And for, and then I like look around, like maybe she's looking at something else. I don't know. And then I'm, I'm looking around, and what? no. She, and she's I look staring you dead in your eyes, bro. For seconds, bro. What? It felt like an eternity. Are you there with Sam? No, okay. no, no, no. Okay, still, I would say that's like another whole level of Sam's there too, but damn, dude, that's, I don't know, step one is, like I said, the kissing for an extended period of time with your eyes open. If they're like making out kissing and your eyes are open, that's weird, right? Nobody does that, right? You don't do that, do you? No, right. hell no. Right, if you caught Sam like with her eyes open while you're making out, you'd think that was weird, right? Well, if I called her, then my eyes are open. And then well, I know, but, but what, <laughs> I'm just saying, weird. what if you popped them open and hers are open? You can tell she's staring over <laughs> your shoulder at another dude. You're like, what the fuck, babe? What's going on? That's creepy. Don't do that. Close your eyes when we yeah, kiss. What the From fu then on, I feel like you'd put your hand on her face just to make sure her <laughs> eyes are closed when you're kissing. Or you only kiss her while she's sleeping. I mean, The I, old Sleeping Beauty syndrome. I mean, I, I think I maybe opened my eyes when I was like first getting into kissing, you know, like middle school. Right, because you didn't know. Yeah. I, right. I, I, so wow, was this girl that young? Uh, no, she, no. she was younger. Was she middle school age? <laughs> yeah. Did someone call the pedo cops on this guy? They, uh, I think after that, they went out to Palm Beach to Epstein's mansion <laughs> over there <laughs> along the coast. Uh, no, but I just, I felt, it felt like an eternity. It was probably maybe seven and eight seconds because, like I said, I, I looked around to see what that she was looking is at. An eternity. I looked back at her. She's still looking at me. Felt fucking weird uh, about it. And I'm not trying to sit there and say, like, I look like a good dude. So, you know, that's why I'm not trying to toot my horn about my looks or anything right. she just probably wanted something a little younger who knows what she the didn't reason like her sausage quite so aged i and i did have to make it a point that guy was older okay he was he was sugar daddy <laughs> for sure john's like i'm a poro so just fucking love me yeah i don't have the money love me for my sexiness <laughs> bitch i ain't got no money yeah no 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 um okay so uh, as we move on here should we get into we can yeah i, I got nothing all right. You know, I've been pretty boring. i am uh, got a lot of shit to be get done around my house still as far as like unpacking and settling things in where they need to go. I got to fucking clean a whole giant couch. So I haven't done a whole lot aside from my Cabo's outings this week. That's an easy issue to procrastinate, like unpacking. Oh, I put it off so hard. My room looks fucking pretty, pretty put together. A couple little more things to do there. But, I, th uh, I thought you were just going to leave it at pretty. My, my room is pretty. Pretty. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty. It was. It's <laughs> pretty. It's real pretty. The pink really goes with the purple. <laughs> I know the butterflies on the walls. Wait on my princess uh, wallpaper to come in. You got the the live set. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> yep, I took them down from the living room, put them in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> like the Notre Dame college football. Like they like slapped that sign. Fatheads. 
<laughs> you just like slap the top of your wall every day. Live, laugh, love. Oh, Bam. I know when they're coming. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about when they're coming out of the tunnel. It no. says like a fight like a champion that, today yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Or or um, if you're at the Apollo, you rub the stump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same it's, thing. Same it, thing. If you believe in superstitions, I rub my own stump before I leave my room every day. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, so smooth. Yeah, let's get into this uh, Tuttle's ten. He's going to be telling us about Scientology. This is the twelfth one of his, right? Tuttle's twelfth installment. Yep. Yeah. You All keep right. up with the show numbers. I keep up with the Tuttle numbers. I uh, I don't know what one, we're two, in three, for. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah. All right, Tuttle. We turn it over to you, sir. Tuttle's thoughts and opinions do not reflect the thoughts and opinions of Funny 2 Informing, its host, guests, sponsors, or affiliates. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's 10 minutes with Tuttle. Greetings and welcome to another edition of Tuttle's 10. Thanks to the guys from Funny 2 Informing, John and Chris, for having me on once again. If you want to check out my podcast, you can easily do that. Just search the Tuttle Daily Podcast. It's available on all major podcasting platforms iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio app, as well as 315Live.com. Now, the guys give me various topics every single week. Originally, they told me to talk about religion, and then they switch it up and they said specifically to talk about Scientology, which I have no issue with talking about Scientology. Hell, you want me to be honest? I believe in Scientology more than I do than Jesus Christ or or the Christianity religion because they're both just made up bullshit to make people feel good about their own immortality. Own the wait, make fe- people fearful about their own immortality. Yeah, I mean, if you're, I would be fearful of being a vampire too. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think he meant mortality. Immortality would also be terrible. Uh, but uh, vampires is a topic for another week. We're living forever now. Yeah, let's stick to what we're talking about. Today. All right, back to him. Seriously, that's the only reason people get into religion is because they want to believe in something in the afterlife. That's the only reason. They don't mark out to God. They're not really loving God. They're just doing it just in case there is something about this whole afterlife thing. That's the only reason why people get into religion. They're hedging their bets, and that's the only reason that they're doing it. But Scientology was created by this dude, L. Ron Hubbard. He wrote this book, Dianetics, which was supposed to be the end-all, be-all when it comes to judging people and how far they'll go after their life here on Earth ends. As far as I know, everybody believes in Scientology, believes that a spacecraft is going to crash into a volcano and Xenu, their all-powerful god, is going to come back kind of like revelations where he's going to take out everybody except the people that believe in Xenu, the people that believe in Scientology. And I have no problem with it. I look at it, at least Scientology is being way out there and they're kind of like, hey, we don't give a fuck. We're going to come up with something so outrageous, so unbelievable that you're gonna have to believe it and that's why some of the crazy people like john travolta and tom cruise are completely into scientology 
Hey, you leave Travolta out of this. He just lost his wife, damn it. Up your nose with a rubber hose. <laughs> I think uh, John Travolta Seriously, actually... Seriously, a rubber hose is oxygen. Yeah, I, I think he's stepping away from Scientology, John Travolta. Um, I heard some rumors about this, too. I don't have a whole lot of facts on it, though. Um, I don't have much uh, well, information. Okay, because as far as I knew it, he was a part of Scientology for 45 years or something that like long? that. Since in the 70s. Since the 70s, I know, yeah. Yeah, and because of Kelly Preston's death, because okay. he was, um, you know, like thanking the doctors and glad that they were actually trying to fight the cancer that she had. Uh, so he was glad that they were getting cancer treatment. But one of the, I guess one of the things about Scientology, and people were giving him a hard time uh was the fact that he you know i it, it supposedly scientologists oppose cancer treatments and they're very but against that they're they're very against anything that is not like their own proprietary anything dude anything uh outside of the the their own group they i feel like that's what they're against so western medicine or organized medicine as we know it here probably they are not for because it is not you know it does not follow whatever they happen to yeah follow, why, which is why? crazy science-based weirdness and science I, fiction yeah like Tuttle's saying i mean i know celebrities have a lot of um you know like really like it, most celebrities have a religion that they're tied to but for some reason like the ones that get highlighted are the the celebrities that are into scientology specifically everybody because it's so controversial yeah controversial well, um and i don't know why like why do all these celebrities get into that and like and they they kind of it's not that they sound ignorant but they just sound so Head over heels about you know the like what like what is officially the belief of Scientology? Is it just that research is everything? Um, no, it is like science based, and they do base everything upon like, what they call research and technology. Um, and and uh, he's kind of right as far as what he's uh, mentioning regarding Xenu and the afterlife. Uh, it's kind of like a immortal like it is an immortality thing in which you you know you've lived a bunch of lives before this life, and you will go on to live a bunch of other lives. Hmm. And your your traumas now are caused by past life issues, and they are now presenting themselves in this life. And through Scientology, we will make you, quote unquote, clear. Becoming clear is to release yourself of all these stressors from all your past lives and live this perfectly, such a such a strong, powerful life uh, based on your own mind that you can then become uh, like all knowing and all powerful and like move things, telekinesis and things like this. Yeah. I want, and I see. Totally crazy. I feel Sounding. like it's at some point because what I see a lot of is people getting into Scientology and then after some time getting out of Scientology. So I'm sure the timeline is different for everybody, but you know, at it's, some point they probably like spot something that they call bullshit on. Yeah, and then because it happens like a lot. Like, they are open to the the cult status of it all, how it all kind of wraps in or ties in and is kind of managed as kind of like a cult. That's what all their all the former members happen to get out and say. It's yeah. funny that you bring this up because yeah, like I said, I I'm just going to talk about Scientology on my uh, my next segment, the uh, the What's Up Doc, and I've got some more facts about it there. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's let Tuttle keep going here. I mean, if I'm just being honest, I'm Team Zenu way over Jesus. Jesus, he just gave up. Jesus just put himself on that cross and said, hey, I give up. I'm not going to fight. I'm just going to die for your sins, and I'm going to make it easy for all of you. But no, Zenu, Zenu wants you to mark out to him. Zenu wants you to give him all the admiration because when he comes out of the volcano and kills everybody on the face of the earth, the ones that weren't marking out to him, they're going to be the first ones to go. The people that absolutely love Zenu. They're the ones that are going to have everlasting life.
I uh, okay. So this is like the halftime of Tuttle's ten, like the middle point. All right, I'm gonna start Water a game. Break. I start a game for the second half. Okay, every time he fucking says Zenu, mm-hmm. you have to take a drink. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> just just for the next couple minutes. That's cool. There was a lot how, of Zenu. How fucked up can you get? He's had to have gotten most of them out, right? Zenu, let's Zenu. Find out. Let's play along, John. We've got beers in front of us. <laughs> yeah. Now I don't know what to believe about Scientology. I watch a lot of that Leah Remini show, the, you know, the chick that was from King of Queens that is completely against Scientology, trying to free everybody. And it kind of reminds me of everything that you saw during the Branch Davidian with uh, David Koresh kind of held up, having underage sex, arranged marriages with child brides. That's what reminds me of Scientology. Now, do I agree with that? No. Could Leah Remini just be somebody that has been, you know, outcast, somebody that wasn't accepted and she's got her panties in a wad right now and she's trying to shine a light on Scientology? Listen, I don't support any religion. It's all complete bullshit. Do I believe in a higher power? Of course I do. But I also don't believe in a higher power that you have to worship. You got to mark out to. Yes, I've been using the word mark out a lot. But hey, I'm just going with it. What religion says that, oh, you're going to have everlasting life, but you got to suck God's dick on a daily basis? Because if you don't, you're going to be damned. You're going to live in a fiery pit of hell. What sense does that make at all? Kind of seems like a one-way road when it comes to everything. Like, we got to do everything for our God if we want everlasting life. Who cut that deal? That is a complete horrible deal for our part. I mean, it's good for the God, whatever God you worship. If it's God, Jesus, Muhammad, Zenu, might as as well go with Zenu because Zenu's got a great backstory about coming out of a volcano. That's some straight up rock and roll shit that you're going to come out. You're going to have Pyro, which is the volcano. Hell yeah, I'm going Zenu all fucking day, people. There's a that's a few I drinks that's there. Like two or three Zenus right yeah. there. I've been sipping along, but I, uh, uh, I don't know. I kind of see where he's going with this. Um, I you know I guess it just it seems more science fiction and less rock and roll to me. More like a uh, Star Trek Death and Afterlife. Mm. Less like ACDC. So see, because now I have it pictured in my head like the volcano erupts and Zenu comes out of this motherfucker. And uh, it's yeah, like, again, I guess oh, yeah. you know, right? It's Zenu, baby. <laughs> What's up, Cleveland? <laughs> How you doing, Midwest? Motherfucker is Cincinnati. Boo you off the stage. <laughs> Exit stage L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> I, I just see, I see Zenu like fucking Axl Rose or something. Bandana on his head. You said Zenu. Glasses at sun. Oh, whoop, that's a drink. <laughs> we uh, yeah, let's take our drinks for. Listen, he's Zenu better. <laughs> oh, that was poor, poor. It was the worst ever. Whenever, just move past. It. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's that'll wrap let's up. Wrap this up. And the only reason I don't care for the whole Scientology thing, the last 10 years working in Tampa, you don't want to go to Clearwater. There's two big swinging digs in Clearwater, one being Hulk Hogan, the other being the Church of Scientology. 
That is where the headquarters are at. That is a steel cage match that I want to see. I want to see Hogan versus Zenu steel cage match, winner takes all. I will get down on my knees and pray at the church of Hogan if he ends up beating Zenu when he comes out of that fucking volcano all day long. I am a real American. I fight for what's right. I fight what's for right. And that's how I will always be at the Church of Hogan. Hope you guys have a great day. Thanks to John and Chris from Funny to Informant for having me. And I'll talk to you next week, guys. See ya. Thanks, Tud Muffin. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Life right for fights. <laughs> he, he, he flubbed a That's how it goes, right? <laughs> Pretty sure I read those lyrics right, guys. You got his words mixed up at the end. Fight right for lives or something. I did a tuttle. Good job, buddy. Just we looked at the lyrics. That was not correct. I uh, No, but thank you for the 10 minutes. Man, that song is so good. It's like it's immortal. <laughs> yeah. Or mortal. Uh, One of the two. I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm, I, I'm fearful of my own immortality myself. If I had a thermos cock like Hogan, Tuttle, and John Hannon here, I, I, all my problems would be solved. I wouldn't be down in the dumps and yawning. Yeah, I'll tell you that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that, man. <laughs> Jeez. It's just it's so easy. It feels so good to yawn. Like when you stretch out that jawline. Yeah, it is. A... That's what she said also. <laughs> you said that twice now. <laughs> no. Jeez, and you got yourself both times. <laughs> Damn it. I really should shoot my shot. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne Gretzky, Gretzky, Michael Scott. Michael Scott. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me an office. We watch one more time for the 700th time. But yeah, as far as uh, Tuttle, we appreciate it as, as always. Um, I like all of his references. Um, from what I know, most of what he was saying was pretty much true or, you know, accurate. Um, I, I don't know. Personally, for me, if you're going to go like weird out of left field religions and I see his drawing a relation to all of them because they all, if you think about it, think about the Jesus story. It's almost science fiction, too. The whole parting of the Red Sea, walking all water, a uh, burning bush, you know, that's the, talking and shit. His comeback, you know, everybody yeah, has yeah. a comeback story. Yeah, right. It's like he's Neo. He rose from the dead and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, like, happy Easter, Neo. He's uh, the Undertaker. But, uh, yeah, I, I personally, if you're going to go with some crazy comic book religion like that, I like the Pastafarians. All hail the flying spaghetti monster, and they have the best headwear in all religion. <laughs> they literally get to wear colanders on their head for for government pictures. They are written, recognized as a religion, so if you are a Pastafarian, a card-carrying Pastafarian, you can go to your DMV and get a driver's license or passport photo taken with a colander on your head. And you know people just own like that. It's a, just like it's a, a, like a yarmulke or any other religious headwear. That is badass, kind of. It it's, it's stupid, but also badass. I watched a little bit of a footage, like documentary on this, and the all the literally like all the priests of the Pastafarian religions were wearing plastic and metal colanders. Some some of them were so silly they like the plastic ones with a handle like your mom used when you were a kid growing up. It's got like a handle hanging off the back of his fucking flipped over on his head. See that whole culture just sounds like it's a lot of big dick energy just going around. Yeah, and yeah. Just it's everybody. almost like a <laughs> it's like a trolling level of a certain level of uh, of real like, life everyday trolling like Satanism kind of exactly of why I why I appreciate freedom it. of expression exactly. Exactly, you know? right? Yeah, if you can recognize your shit, and it's exactly why Xenu, uh, take a drink, and uh, his religion, um, Scientology, are recognized because as ridiculous as it sounds is, how fair would it be for you to say, well, that sounds ridiculous, but Christianity doesn't, or being Muslim doesn't, or Judaism doesn't. If you, Like I said, if you break any of them down on a, on a base enough level, they sound pretty far-fetched. To downplay any another, of them. Yeah, to downplay another religion, yeah, people are almost... You know, like 
pointing out the same issues that that their religion is a part of. You know what I mean? And you're shitting on all these other ones, and you can I, you call yours the one true real one, right? And you don't know one way or the other because then if you ask for proof of it, you just say it's written in the it's the written word, or you know it, it was passed on from you know the shroud of Turin, apostle to apostle. It was yeah. coming down <laughs> right the, the ramp. I have never met an apostle. Has anybody who, who found who <laughs> like, who gave the shit to them? Has anybody who's an apostle? I never met him. You play that? I met so many Peters, several Pauls, and a ton of Marys. Don't know any fucking apostles though. And, and um, what was it like middle school or something? You play that game of telephone. Never does it work out that like whatever like story that you follow through, you know, like transition from one person to the next. Absolutely. By the end of it, it is never the same. No. Never even close. No. So you already know what was happening back then. This is an altered version of it. Well, and I think Tuttle kind of mentioned this, the kind of catch all. And I know a lot of people that kind of have prescribed to this over the years. The old, uh, you know, oh, I don't believe in that shit. But just in case, I go to church on Christmas and Easter. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what if I'm wrong about not believing in it? Well, and here's the thing. I guess if you are wrong in that, that whatever religion you follow does then exist, and then you go to meet your maker or whatever in the afterlife, they didn't know that you were really feeling the whole time. You know what I mean? They're all knowing, but you pulled it over on them. Yeah. No, you didn't, dude. They knew. So, they uh, fucking knew. So, Mr. Coleman, I see you only went on holidays. Right. And then in your head, you always, when you weren't uh, touching yourself, you were thinking about, uh, this is all bullshit, but just in case. Yeah. Right? Did you not say that quote a million times, sir? <laughs> what, I thought what, you did. Yeah. Because I know your fucking thoughts. <laughs> well, and you think you're getting watched through your webcam and your fucking uh, your Alexa's out there? <laughs> Jesus, he's in your head, <laughs> <laughs> along with Zenu and the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Yeah, and um, I kind of knew when we uh, turned that topic over to Tuttle that we were going to get that opinion out of him. I knew he was going to kind of be like, "It's all bullshit to uh, me." Uh, yeah, you that- thought he was going to be generalizing and uh, and and uh, what's the uh, and rubbing people the wrong way? Yeah, oh, I just knew he was going to call the bullshit on it for the most part. I, I didn't Absolutely. think he honestly felt one way or another or that he's actually like um you know that he's religious i knew for no. a fact he's not yeah um but i guess that's why i also wanted him to do it is because he also just doesn't care or doesn't have a strong opi- he has a strong opinion being against religion but not not like a strong really like about one or the other so right. i like that um tuttle you can find him um the tuttle daily podcast um, it's on like every single day he, yeah, up, he's he uploads got the daily a new one. Show. I think he's still going for that record streak. Yeah, that's on all major platforms. And then uh, at Tuttle, T U D D L E, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. 2Ds, you dumbass. Yeah, and now we are about to go to break and uh, Be like. serenaded uh, by one of the warmest voices in the history of voices. Oh, 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 yeah. So what are we? What are we going to break to? We're going to, of course. Well, I felt like I looked for a. She blinded me with Scientology, like mix up, <laughs> but I couldn't find that, which would have been so on the nose. So I found the second best thing. It's a cover of "She Blinded Me with Science" instead of Thomas Dolby, William Shatner. Ooh, uh, it fi- it fills in. It fits in with that Star Trek thing I talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And um, as I usually like to say, after Tuttle's ten, we hit the reset button, and we will be back. Episode one hundred and forty-seven of Funny to Informing. Funny. To informing. Science. It's poetry in motion. She turned her tender eyes to me as deep as any ocean. Yeah, baby. As sweet as any harmony. Oh, she blinded me with science. She blinded me with science. Blinded me with science. And failed me in biology. 
when I'm dancing close to her. Blinding me with science. Science? Science! I can smell the chemicals. Blinding me with science. 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 Mmm, it's poetry in motion. Poetry in motion. And when she turned her eyes to me, as deep as any ocean, as sweet as any harmony. Blinded me with science. Blinded me with science. And failed me in geometry. When she's dancing next to me. When I'm dancing next to you. I can hear machinery blinding me with science. Science. It's poetry in motion. And now she's making love to me. The sphere's in commotion. And uh, the elements in harmony. She blinded me with science. Science! Blinded me with science! Oh, uh, then hit me with technology. Swimming in the ocean. Talk to her, baby. William Shatner here, riding on the mothership. Just for the funk of it, baby. Good heavens, Miss Sakamoto, you're beautiful. I don't believe it. There she goes again. She tied it up and I can't find anything. All my tubes and wires and careful notes and antiquated notions. But it's poetry in motion. Who, me? And when she turned her eyes to me. I'm as deep as any ocean. As sweet as any harmony. Oh, she she blinded me with science. She blinded me with science. Blinded me with science. And hit me with technology. Welcome back to Money to Informing, episode 147. I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Pies at Rick Coleman. What the hell was that? That was my... You yawned us in? <laughs> you yawned us in? We're back. What is that, 147? There's no yawning in heaven. <laughs> there we go. It's like, right? That's we what found it says. It. Tom Hanks yells that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, that's no crying in baseball. Uh, uh, my uh, bad. Same thing. I was making you yawn during the break. You did. You asked me earlier, were they like contagious? And, and I told you, I think we weren't even recording yet. And I told you, yeah. That's why you need to wear a fucking mask so I don't get your yawn spittle on me. Yeah, or it was that, contagious. that suave rendition of uh, b- Blinded by Science. Is that what it's called? Blinded me with science. She blinded me with science. William Shatner. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Shatner, man, when I was looking for that, we found a bunch of covers. Uh, he had a whole, he has, I think, a few albums, but the album that uh, that one is featured on, there's several covers and they're all 
terribly great. I, 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 or greatly I, terrible. I just remember this one he did for like the science fiction awards or something. And it wasn't She Blinded Me With Science? No, he, it was Rocket Man. Uh, oh, Elton yes. John. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. And he's like burning out this fuse out here. Alone. <laughs> alone. I, I'm like, what it's the It's like f- reverb. Alone, alone, alone. <laughs> and everybody's just sitting in silence watching him on the stage sitting down. He's like smoking a cigarette in a tuxedo. You know what I want to hear him do? Hello. Oh, Pink Floyd. Is there anybody <laughs> in there? Just not if you can hear me. <laughs> is there anyone? Is there any? At home. Buddy home. No, jeez. I like it, though. He's got like a, he's got his own way of doing it. It's original. It's cool to, to some people. It's very uh, like talk jazz scat almost. I think he did a scat album where he rubbed shit everywhere. No, wait. Mm. That's a different scat. Anyway, he did do he did do a <laughs> scat album. I'm pretty sure. Should we uh, should we get into the uh, what's up doc? I brought a documentary this week. Let's get it out of the way. Scientocumentary. <laughs> no, I was that was a poor wow. effort. I'm sorry. It's called What's Up Zenu, you silly fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's play the track. What's up, Doc? This is heavy duty, Doc. This is great. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Is there a doctor in the house? I'm a doctor. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? We really mean it. What's up, Doc? The segment on the show where I bring you a review of one of my many viewed documentaries because they're my favorite genre of film to watch without spoiling it. I do my best. No guarantees. Yeah. Shout out, no guarantees. That's the only thing I care about for the main part is that no ruining it for anybody or if they want to watch it, like just just enough to get them to want to watch it. Yeah. And then they're on their own. The last one I think we brought you was where I talked about the three twins. (laughs) (laughs) stupid motherfucker all of us (laughs) jesus shout out to uh kelly jelly for pointing out that i'm an idiot and they were all idiots because nobody caught it but her you're a genius apparently kelly that's what that means yeah only two exist at a time of the three (laughs) you're you're right if anybody watched it and you know what i gave it away so guess what i'm spoiling it now watch it if you haven't but uh there's a third brother and he is not alive at the time of filming yeah so you don't see him so they're triplets all right kelly it's very it's very mary kate and ashley olsen they tag out yeah, you, know, you only see one, so you think there's only one, and then you go, "What? There's two? They made a clone of that bitch." Yeah, well, she was bad enough the first time. The problem is one of the sisters has to sleep for like a week at a time because right. they just so like crazy drug heavy, and they, they were just fine party. with it. Apparently, when they asked him if that was cool, uh, the, the quote was, "You got it, dude." No, oh, yeah, yeah. So what? Uh, what documentary did you watch this week? It was uh, themedly so called my Scientology movie. Oh, of course it was. It, 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 but I've seen this. Uh, it's been on my list for quite some time. And uh, when I came up with the the, seg- the the bit for Tuttle to do Scientology, I thought, oh, I'll finally watch it. And it'll all fit together. Um, and it was uh, very interesting. I'm glad I watched it. It's from 2015. Uh, I watched it on Hulu. So it's available on Hulu. Um, I it's think- not that old. No, it's not super old. Um, I'm sure, you know, again, since I think since this, though, that Re- Leah Remini stuff has come out. Um, th- she's actually doing a new podcast. Yeah, because she had a whole show. 
and everything. Yeah. And yeah. She's, she she's had a been, show. I think it was like AMC or, you know, one of those cable networks that she did on TLC, one of those. Um, but now I heard, I just literally heard the, the ad for it this weekend on one of my other favorite podcasts that we talk about all the time, Fake Doctors, Real Friends. She'd had an ad on there for her new podcast, uh, which is she, which, where she teases it and says she's going to go deeper than she could on cable television because they can do their own thing on podcasts. That's obviously. the beauty of podcasting. Exactly. Yeah, you can always do that. And I thought, well, that might be super interesting. I'm going to give it a listen. But, but that's not what I listen to or watch, so I'm not reviewing that. Yeah. This week, it's my Scientology movie, 2015. Uh, it's uh, the, the synopsis here is uh, filmmaker Louis Theroux, and I thought it was uh, pronounced like Theroux, like uh, the, the Prime Minister of Canada. Like Theroux. It's spelled as if it would be th- uh, thorough, but in the throughout the film, several times he says it, and it's thorough. So, so you did a thorough investigation I, I and find th- out it was thorough. No, I did a thorough in- investigation, <laughs> you idiot. That's what I'm trying to say. But uh, Louis Theroux is denied admittance into the Church of Scientology's headquarters, setting into motion a clever, confrontational, and funny plan to try and reveal the inner workings of the mysterious organization. And he kind of does so through making his own quote-unquote Scientology movie in which he then enlists the help of um, what would have been pretty much the right-hand man of the now man who runs Scientology, David Miscavige. His his right-hand man up until 2005, so from 1978 till 2005, this man, Mark Rathbun, was pretty much this guy, David Miscavige's right hand. He did all the enforcing. He was kind of in charge of a lot of the day-to-day stuff at the top level. Uh, he joins Louis Theroux in kind of casting this. They cast uh, they cast a David Miscavige. They cast a Tom Cruise. Um, they cast like a whole cast of like upper-level Scientologists. Through and Mark Rathman is like almost as if he's the contracted uh, the man there to kind of approve the the film you know like what's right in the script well, writing and yeah. the casting and everything that's a, that's a long 10 years from the 70s yeah. to 2005 absolutely he gained super high you know levels of the of of the religion and uh, kind of ex- does a lot of explaining and talks a lot about uh, you know just the inner workings of it explains a lot of like david miskovich's he, he's cuz he's a super controversial figure um, I don't he, know too much about him. So Miskovich took over for the man who started Scientology, L. Ron Hubbard, started in 1955 uh, when he released a book called Dianetics. And I remember the book Dianetics as a kid. One of my mom's like friends or boyfriends or coworkers or something had the book and my mom borrowed it. And it's just a Scientology book. But apparently in this book is where it kind of tells the story that Tuttle was talking about of Xenu. Take a drink. And... Uh, <laughs> And Xenu's crash into a, like, Tuttle, Tuttle wasn't wrong, crash into a volcano, um, or I believe it was either a crash into a volcano or that is yet to come. I don't remember how exactly. I haven't read the book. But Dianetics is what sparked from L. Ron Hubbard this. He then turned that into a religion, what I kind of view and what kind of I feel like the world views and Leah Remini is trying to expose as a kind of a cult. Um, it seems I've never like. There's hardly like shit when I hear about them. If you look, it, into that, that's it, in the positive. Like, exactly, it's all negative. But see, as soon as somebody comes out and uh, and 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 goes against them, uh, the you know the Mark Rathbuns, the Leah Remini's, anyone famously for doing Katie Holmes, I think has gone against it when she split up with Tom. Uh, I almost said Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise. Um, and, oh, well, I'm sure was was he a Scientologist too when he was with Nicole Kidman? 
because I remember that one famous oh, I picture. I think he's been a Scientologist as long as we've known Tom Hanks. Yeah, because everybody like kind of memes Nicole Kidman now. It's like I want to be as happy as Nicole Kidman walking out after just divorcing Tom Cruise, and she's like, her hands are in the <laughs> oh, air. Yeah, and like, she's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put your hands in the air and Zenu like you just don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, she's out of the crazy now. I'm sure. Same as Katie Holmes. I feel like she probably you know yeah. had that that breath of fresh air moment moment too. Because you've anybody if you've seen the interviews Tom Cruise has given where they're just like so almost schizophrenic and just like you know i don't know they're crazy he's oh, got he's the all, crazed look yeah. in his eyes and shit well apparently that's kind of a trait throughout the religion and they bring this to light through this guy who was this, the right hand man it's very uh the reason i kind of view it as a cult and this kind of backs that up is is just the uh the coercion that that is used the everyone says they kind of brainwash you um a lot of people say that um through what's co- what they do called auditing which is where you literally hold like two electrical detectors in your hands and they ask you questions um about your your like transgressions in your life like uh, uh, uh anytime you feel shame for and to think about a time that gives you anxiety you know and it could be something from your youth or whatever and they claim that these are these are leftover transgressions from past lives and they're trapped in your body here now and that so that's really, extremely it, scientific it's cra- it, it, it is it, it's kind of crazy it's kind of crazy and at least to me it seems crazy and that uh you know through the program it sounds almost more like a program than a religion through gaining levels of the program which costs more and more money as you go throughout yeah that's one thing i've heard to you yeah uh, you can clear these things called thetans from your body which have been carried over from your past lives and you can clear them and become a much uh, you know a, a top level human or top level in this body, in this life. Because when you die, you're going to go into another So life. the person at the top now, is that just because he spent the most money to get there? Well, or? that would be David Miscavige. Yeah, yeah. Is he the one that... And apparently, uh, Tom Cruise is a level, what they call um, OT, Operating Thetan, level 7. The top you can be is a level eight. Oh, so he's right there. He is right there. And then when you're, they say when you're like level eight, like uh, you can do no wrong. You like you can uh, telepathy. You can read thoughts, like all this stuff. You can like coerce people with your mind, make them think thought. You know what I mean? Like all this, it's, 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 it is science fiction in reality. And apparently they target celebrities. I know that was a question that you had. Um, they do, they, uh, L. Ron Hubbard, L. Ron Hubbard knew this back in in the early days that celebrities could be the way to grow the brand, so to speak. So he started this whole thing called the Celebrity Campus. That makes sense. Celebrity Wing, in which they kind of recruited celebrities. And he had literally a list of people in the 50s like Garbo, Greta Garbo, and big names from way back in those days that he wanted to bring on so that they could then spread the word, so to speak. Which And now Tom Cruise is the fucking poster boy for Scientology. If you think Scientology, what's the first thing probably most people in the world think? Tom Cruise, Tom most Cruise, likely, yeah. right? Or, or, I mean, well, up until recently, which, I mean, I, and I only read that story recently because Kelly Preston had passed away, but about John Travolta. I yeah. would have I thought yeah, him. I was informed that today. But, you, you know. Well, that's funny. More informing. Good it, job, John. Well, because, come on, because, and that's how you know some of it is a little cult-like, because if somebody does have a cancer or something, instead of saving their lives, right. are you kidding me that you, you oppose treatment? And then as soon as you oppose anything that they do, because they're there, it, it's very Gary Busey in that it's so, is it Gary Busey? I get him confused. The one that's gone crazy with the horse teeth. Yeah. Is that Busey? Yep. It's so Busey. You know how he uses everything as an acronym? He's, you know, everything <laughs> yeah. is an acronym. And he just makes things up that go with the letters, right? He'll be like TM, toy machine. Like, you know, whatever fucking I for, or uh, uh, PBR, Paps Blue Ribbon. Like <laughs> yeah. everything has a fucking acronym. <laughs> I, I and know. He turns it into that. I know we did all, uh, an office joke already, or we kind of like reiterated one, but it was kind of, makes me think of Creed where he has 
guys. Bow body. Bow body. Bow body. What are we doing? We're making acronyms. What's the B stand for? <laughs> Business. I like it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Gary Busey. It makes me think of that because everything has like a phrase and an acronym. So for them, you become what's... As soon as you detract from them, they then just say, oh, you have quote unquote an axe to grind. You just didn't like the program. So now you're out there trying to quote suppress us. So they call you a, an SP. Which is a suppressive person. Is that like a traitor? Yeah, somebody trying to suppress the religion and shut it down and go against it. Oh, jeez. And everyone that goes against them to any level is that. And, and that's kind of the threat that I was reading, that they're leveling against Travolta now. And that he, they're, you know, he's been with it for so long, it would be terrible for, you know, it's almost like, you know, being being disowned by your family, you know? That's your family and your religious family. And then now you're being faced with them throwing you out because you don't like that they you know held your wife from getting possibly better treatment for her cancer yeah causing her death i mean i'm glad I, I got the answer about why there's just like random celebrities out of nowhere getting into scientology and then getting out of it once they realize the bs but i mean this documentary sounds pretty interesting it is cool man they go uh it's it's based they do really they just show all the la wing of it but uh that's kind of the that's you know everyone says that they're they're headquartered here in clearwater and they may be but david miskovich lives in the la side of it and i've been in la and driven past the building and there's a giant giant neon sign that's like 40 feet tall that says scientology vertically oh yeah and yeah it's like it's famously known i think they're actually it might be similar over in, in clearwater i haven't seen the one here but i didn't even know that there was anything go, like a headquarters or like maybe yeah. the second biggest yeah yeah but uh, they also have like a campus where they record all of their dude they have like this is and this is where the cult level of it comes in this one's kind of outside of la i don't remember what city it's in but it's in near the desert outside of la and it's like a campus and this is where it's more like a waco campus in that all the people are kept in like a bland office setting and they're 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 not kept there they're there by choice and by will but it's wrapped with razor wire fencing which has uh shake sensors so if the fences shake at all the camera uh, it alerts the guard shack out front which no one can get through um and uh and dave this is where david miskovich lives so it's heavily secured cameras everywhere and as soon as the fences shake the light the the was the it, floodlights trip wasn't on. the guy that did waco his name david david koresh, david koresh david, yeah and then the this other guy's david yeah he took over from l ron hubbard in uh 87 uh R hubbard died in 86 miskovich took over anybody named he's david done, he's done one public interview and that was with uh ted koppel in like eight in like 92 Davids need to take a good hard look at themselves. Yeah, right. All the Davids in the world. Right. Well, David was a biblical name. Yeah. It's I, in Gillum Hot Springs, California. That's where it's, it's called uh, Gold Studios, I believe. Oh. It's called the Golden Center, but that's where their studios are because it's a big compound and that's where they film all their own like internal commercials and like branding and shit like oh, that. Oh, and like a religion, there's just so much money floating around and just, oh, I'm you know. Sure, dude, oh my absolutely. god. Absolutely. If uh, to it's, to it's attain to attain level OT8 operating Thetan 8 the top level, uh, someone was quoted as saying it could cost anywhere from half a million to 2 million dollars for each step of the program. Damn. And uh wait, what's the name of it again? It's on Hulu? Hulu, My Scientology Movie. My Super Sci interesting and also funny. You know, it's 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 it, it's definitely funny. It's also I don't know, like it it's kind of creepy because when you start putting Looking at the at Scientology, especially in LA or in Clearwater, where they're headquartered, you get blowback. They have what's called uh, it's crazy, man. Uh, you just watch it. Don't they, spoil it. <laughs> no, I'm not spoiling it. Just I'm just saying, like I, I didn't want to. I was going to get in depth because they have all these phrases and weird shit. Like, okay, for instance, 
if you go against them publicly, right, and you're like a public figure, like this guy, Mark Rathbun, when he got out in 05, in like 06, 07, his life was fucking made hell because everywhere he went, he would be followed by three to four to six people following him with cameras everywhere, just constantly yelling at him, and they're called the squirrel stoppers because it's called quote unquote squirreling when you leave the religion and then try to go against it publicly. That is so... they call that squirreling, and they have a squad called the Squirrel Stoppers, which when you ask them or you ask if they get a quote from David Miscovich, which says, you know, if you were to, if to say the news got wind of the Squirrel Stoppers, right? Like harping on Leah Rimini, right? And then they go to David Miscovich for a quote, and and they say, are you aware that you you sent out these people to to suppress, you know, to, to shut them down? And he's like, no, 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 I have no idea. They were doing that all on their own. But the reason they're doing it is out of fear of David Miscovich, because he is a fearful man. And people, <laughs> and then like the news he runs crew, it with force. News crew comes down and they're filming people that are filming people, filming people, and it just becomes a Listen, train of video footage. Dude, <laughs> there is probably ten scenes in this movie where his film crew is literally camera to camera with the camera oh my. from the other <laughs> oh fucking God. from the Scientology group. Or you know, at one point, a cameraman and a woman show up and they're standing across the street, just standing there, a man holding a camera and just a woman smoking a cigarette, and they're just filming him. And he goes across the street and he's like. Uh, what are you guys doing? And she's like, nothing, just filming. And he's like, why are you here? And she's like, no reason. And he's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm filming a documentary. For what? For myself. Uh, and that's all she says. And she eventually leaves and just walks down the street and leaves and says, you're harassing me. Leave me alone. But it's 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 all a, like a coercion and suppression thing. I'm telling you. That is cynical behavior for sure. It's it's spooky. It's already, almost spooky. I already know I'm going to watch this. It's a, It sounds like a good science documentary. Science documentary. No, you Walking. said it way better than I did. Yeah, I did, I did. Uh, but, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to make that a thing. I'm better at the Sniglets, yeah. which I learned that's what it's called. Hey, chill out. I said Sniglets with an S. You better Sniglets. watch out, buddy. That's when you jam two words together like that. Oh, oh you're being serious. Yeah, oh, it's called thought, the Sniglet. thought you just made up another word. Nope, more informing. You're welcome. <laughs> um, really living up to our name here, guys. Vote yeah. us for uh, Best Local Podcast because yeah. we really, we deliver. Um, should <laughs> we get into the digi here's? Yeah, let's uh, wrap it up with some digis. Yeah, let's Call get to the day. stories. 147, hey, hey, hey. Did you hear that? Did you hear where we find stuff from the news and try to keep you up to date on what's going on around? Town. Personal stories and sometimes interviews. Yeah. Sorry, you said news. I was just trying to follow up. <laughs> this is that part. It's what we do, right? Um, uh, you're going first, Did right? You hear? Michigan judge declines to release girl 15 held for skipping online schoolwork. A 15 year old? A 15 year old girl in Michigan, yes. A Michigan teenager has been in juvenile detention facility since May after she violated probation terms by skipping her school's remote learning coursework. 
What is the sentence for that? It's or what do you get charged it's for? It's apparently been since mid-May, and it's coming to light now because now they're getting protests there, and it's like, I think Black Lives Matter is trying to glom onto it because she's a black girl. Um, I don't think it, uh, race has anything to do with it, honestly, when I read the story. but uh, No, it just seems fucked up that, like, you. I mean, if you... Because obviously your students aren't going to school right now, so right. you have to do the online courses and the you know the, do it that way. And I don't understand why you know it's almost like being absent. I mean, I know you can get in serious trouble for being absent and missing school. Well, here's how they got her because it's not a charge to not do your schoolwork. However, she was already on probation. Apparently, she's had kind of a checkered uh, checkered past as a teenager. Oh, so get she's you. already on probation, and part and part of her probation was to complete her online coursework with the pandemic on. Damn, she girl. did not do that. And apparently, uh, police have been at the house like three times in the past for uh, fighting between her and her mother. And the judge quote uh, the judge quoted to say, uh, "I think you are exactly where you are supposed to be." Um, you are blooming there, but there is work to be more work to be done. Uh, stating she was not detained because she didn't turn her homework in. She was detained because she was quote a threat to her mother, said the judge, Judge Brennan, and that's in Oakland County, Michigan. In Michigan, oh, yep. back to you in Orlando, Orange County, Florida, <laughs> John Hannon. <laughs> Yeah, uh, did you hear? They're usually nice out there in Michigan, too. That's what sucks. Are they? Um, Michigan's gone crazy as fuck, bro. Michigan's been the most pandemic shit aside from Florida. That's been since, like, the Flint People water. People killing each other over, yeah, well, Flint water. Flint water's made people go crazy, I feel like. Since then, I think, is around well, anytime the Anytime you hear a story out of Oakland, it's not out of Michigan. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> uh, did you hear? Um, and what we usually do in the Did You Hear segment of this show every once in a while is do a sports update. You know, well, yeah, there's to, lots of sports to be updated. Yeah, and what's going on? Go I, Orlando, by the way. Made it through the knockout round. We have a match uh, as this show releases this week on Friday, eight o'clock against the team to be determined. They uh, they stood up to the Philadelphia Union. They've been playing some. We beat the Montreal Whitecaps in the knockout round one nil, and we're moving on. It's been great football. I'm happy. I'm happy. Great football. They're doing great there in the bubble here in the bubble in Orlando, along with the uh, NBA. Right? The NBA is yeah yeah they're starting actually uh, July thirtieth. So as this drops, like the next, like tomorrow, you yeah, know, you're it's right. Like this, this week, week, this week, yeah, it's happening very, very soon, uh, which is good because NBA seems like they got their shit together. Because I remember when we did this last sports update, we were talking about like uh, the MLB specifically didn't know what they were going to do and how many games they were going to have in the season. And right. um, the way the NBA decided to do it is, from what I'm seeing, is that they only have 22 teams that are returning. So not all of them. Not all the teams Most. are playing in the NBA? Most of them How are coming back. How do they decide back. which ones? Like, man, you suck. Well, you're, you're not playing. So the owners can say, like, I'm not. We're, okay, we're going to quarantine out. and, you know, be, be How safe. How many teams are in the in the NBA? Is it 32? I want to say 32 or 30. Um, how, 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 well, what year was the backpack invented, yeah, Rocky? Yeah, as far as the NBA goes, Rock. Rock's yeah. going to do some uh, some background research for, for us because that's what he does. He's great at I want to say there's like 16 on each side, so I'm thinking 32. Yeah, because I think that's, that's NFL as well, right? 32. Mm-hmm teams in the nfl yeah there yeah, you yeah. Go. And it exa- works it works well for them yeah and the nfl has got their shit together and i think they're kind they're of getting it, ready to start practices in, in august yeah well um yeah because i training think camps and the, shit. like the rookies go first and then the uh 32 yeah thank 32, you 32 it is 32 um but so like the rookies go back first for the nfl and then i know um after that i think it's the quarterbacks and then the rest of the players come like a week later yeah the, the skill positions usually come yeah in first, but they say nfl has been talking about not even having any preseason games 
Really? They've been thinking about They've just striking all of it. They've been wanting to get rid of the preseason forever anyway because of the injuries and shit. They're like, just let us let us do our warm-ups, you know, like our training camps and stuff, and then just let us go at the season. Yeah. From game one. And, and I think that's also in the interest, too, of... Um, CTE. Like, having more games in the regular season. I think oh, they want to go up to... They did want to extend it a game or two. You're right. And if well, they do that, they should definitely take some preseason Yeah, away. but it just seemed like everybody kind of had their shit together. And then you get to the fucking... The MLB. MLB. The no, ML- they got it together. All these rule changes. You know, extra innings, you get a man on second base. I love that. That's interesting. That that's, is interesting. That speeds it up. I haven't seen that come into play yet. Have you? No. Okay. I, it probably has. I just haven't seen a lot of baseball yet. And also, no spitting. No, you can't no spit. spitting, right? You cannot, like, if you're eating seeds, you can't spit those out. Right? I hope you like that category of porn when you watch baseball. Yeah. Swallowers if, only. <laughs> I know. If you're, <laughs> if you're dipping, you better swallow. Oh, God damn. Ooh. Just don't dip. How about that? Yeah. That's all. Jesus Your Christ. whole throat gets numb. It's disgusting. Numb and tingly after, <laughs> like, 20 minutes. What are you minutes. doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Because <laughs> your jaw hurts from all that yawning. <laughs> there's no yawning in baseball. <laughs> I was no, there's no spitting in baseball, you dumb shit. <laughs> Uh, Read the rules. Come on. I was watching um, like a game a little bit of one yesterday, and like in the crowd, you, I guess you can pay to have your face as like a cardboard cutout in the stands. They were going to do that. Charge money, yeah, because they just have it kind of behind home plate where the camera shows at the you know at the at bats. Yeah, yeah, stuff. behind home plate. That's not a bad idea, right? It's it's, it's really not. Oh, there's oh, oh we have a correction. Whoop, update thirty. So I, I bet you somebody was already going to correct us. Like they were, they were so excited. Like, oh, right? I'm going to get them. I, I bet you guys wish you could text us live so you could just be like, "You're fucking stupid." <laughs> well, guess what? We know we're fucking stupid. Yeah. So there, Rocky's dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> the backpack was invented in 1872. <laughs> yeah. Duh. No, yeah. I, every once in a while, when we get information wrong, people do not hesitate to be like, jump yeah, in our right? group page. I, identical identical our, uh, triplet twins, the three twins, <laughs> yeah, called out exactly. Right, got them. Uh, yeah, but I, and I don't know how much you pay for like uh, one of those cardboard cutouts to get back to the story. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, but it's they're not, not worth it to me. No, hell I no. Know, I know a couple of podcasters that might pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, what I like about it is fifth best cardboard cutout. Like one one cardboard cutout will be huge, and it's like this massive head. And, and oh, you, you pay more for that? You can like land a plane on it. Right? <laughs> it's like, now the reverse fathead. You yeah. used to buy to used to pay to have fucking baseball players on your wall. Now you're paying <laughs> to put your face on their stadium. Yeah. And the other one's like a popsicle. That's stick. the new normal. <laughs> yeah. It's just a little a little twig. Your level of sponsorship. <laughs> I know. Yep. And you just write your name on it, John Hannon. They'll <laughs> never read it from there, bro. Oh man, yeah. It's uh, that's the one thing I like really enjoyed about watching. It made it interesting. I was like, what? This is something entirely new. And then like obviously in the other parts of the stadium nobody's sitting there and it's yeah, just completely that, empty uh, yeah when i first saw it i was like oh my god they put a cardboard cutout in every seat and then they panned out and i was like no 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 it's just kind of behind home plate yeah and this is what gets me because the mlb we were talking about were struggling to even start up at all and then out of nowhere like oh damn near it, it, it seemed like almost overnight they had these new rules you know all the ones that we just talked about yep and then, swallowers only and then they were ready for opening day and they're one of the first ones aside soccer yeah that opens great. up yep and but they're not they're not in a bubble and they're all still traveling and, no yeah uh, they're not all quarantining in hotels different, in a one hotel different stadiums all over the place yep. uh, you know uh, bouncing around so how's and, that working out yeah two games fucking into the opening opening day uh the season just started and the marlins the, the miami marlins now yep. go figure florida team mm-hmm. of what, course uh-huh. it, uh the old th- desantis they had desantins like 14 reported cases of covid after playing the philadelphia phillies 32 no it's only 30 teams 
<laughs> 30 yeah. cases of COVID. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, 14 cases on one team. Some players, some what, coaches. How many is there? Is there nine? Is there nine players on a field in baseball? Pretty sure, right? Yeah. So more than a starting lineup. Yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah, most Fucking of it. A. Oh, one of the also one of the other updates that I found novel about the the new MLB coming back was that there would specifically I read this on ESPN that there would be a specific injured reserve list for COVID. Like that's where you put them when yep. they when they yeah, test so, positive. Yeah, so your IR would be like, oh, fucking elbow surgery, uh, just sprained ankle, COVID, runny nose, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, yeah, temperature of one hundred one. <laughs> no, but uh, Miami broke out, did they? Yeah, they broke out. So it's that, boy well, loco, huh? And right now they're quarantined in Philly while the rest of the team gets tested. Poor bastard, figure that out. Get out of there quick. Hey, fuck you. I heard the water's bad. Yeah, well, come <laughs> over there and squeeze your nipples, bro. I uh, no, but uh, hey, so look, bring me a tasty cake. Now the conversation is starting. Did the MLB open too soon? Of course, obviously, this is proof of it. I don't know if it was too soon because it was uh, on the chopping block or on the table to be discussed forever. But I felt like they dragged their feet and didn't fucking hammer out the details. And then they last minute threw some shit together and were like, "Oh, all the other sports, let's do it too." We can't yep. lose all this revenue. So now they opened up, and, and now there's conversations going around that MLB might shut back down. Well, well yep. I mean, there's going to be more stuff, and obviously every once in a while we do the sports update here at DigiHears. Uh, so, yeah, Miami, I heard, is going to uh, postpone at least their next two games. Yeah, and their so. next one was set to be at, ho- at home, and they were s- supposed Psh, to be back here. Nope. But anyways. Keep uh, that shit in Philly. Back to you. Back to me in the studio. John, this one I know is near and dear to your heart. Let me pull up my story here so I can quote accurate facts. Did you hear deaf Florida man creates special coronavirus face masks for lip readers? Oh, I, my, one of my stated several times. What? My nephew is deaf. Oh, no. <laughs> you've never stated that ever. Well, that's but true. You've stated several times regarding the masks. Oh, oh, that I can't understand what somebody's saying. But because I, I realize now I am a lip reader. I, I kind of well, if, not solely, but you well, use the two together. Yeah, otherwise right. I can't like hear the words in my head appropriately. I don't know how or why. I, oh, I, okay, I've been hearing some different shit. People people say one thing, and I'm like, what? What did you say? <laughs> it's there's called schizophrenia, but <laughs> that's neither here nor like, there. There's no way I heard what you just said. You, <laughs> I was I was hearing something about a horse and vomit, and like, and they're like, no, do you want more? You know, change on those slums. I said, did you see that horse comic, <laughs> you dummy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but I, because I like to read their lips, this uh, this has been affecting me a little bit yeah john and i feel like as soon as you said it i was like you're absolutely right like i you know i don't obviously just read lips but i do as a guy who probably you know has lost a little bit of hearing in my old age i use a little bit of lip reading as well i think i fuse the two together and without having that uh, with the added you know muffling of the masks oh uh, yeah it it it, it's it has made it much harder to just communicate on any kind of a level so for some reason i get goosebumps i don't like it when it like that clothy feel when you're trying to talk to like like the sound of it talk through from someone else or your own voice the the fuzziness like makes me yeah it like makes my shoulders on a chalkboard like that thing kind of kind of yeah yeah yeah, i don't like it but so what do you have stand up uh but yeah so a florida man who has suffered from profound hearing loss for 25 years knows firsthand how critical like john does how critical lip reading is for those who are hearing impaired also like john's nephew yeah uh, who i just found out is deaf or <laughs> hearing impaired which is it full deaf uh well now like he sign has language now or? he has a cochlear implant oh that's cool okay so, yeah but on both ears he had surgery Damn. so he he's starting to hear i guess like they hear more tones than okay. anything else it kind of builds yeah but but he knows sign language yeah fluently could uh, be worse could be rocky colorblind but uh <laughs> so yeah this guy um you know uh with face masks becoming part of the i like how they use our quote new normal amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic 
reading lips has become impossible, leading him to create a special type of face mask for those who rely on this method of communication. That's cool. Do you have a picture of it? I kind of want to see what it looks Actually, like. Actually, so I was a, looking for one. There's a there's a video that shows him making it. I think it just has like a uh, clear plastic panel, but I like that he's a Florida man. I was just going to say, it's a, like probably a mask with transparency to it. To where yeah, you can. I'm trying to. I want to get this guy's name. I see his last name's Travers, but he's from, uh, yeah, Brian Travers, 53 of Coconut Creek, Florida. Shout out to that guy. Shout out to that guy. I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm surprised nobody thought of this earlier, honestly. This is a brilliant idea. But like, oh, how, did, how did nobody think of this when this first started? Frustrated, Travers returned home. Oh, so I guess, okay, he lowered his mask. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. He Okay, he had to get a computer for his daughter. He lowered his mask at each station, allowing me to read his lips to find out what information I needed to provide. Without, uh, uh, so after, the, okay, he was having trouble making a purchase at a retail store. Frustrated, Travers returned home at the dining room table where his wife, Erin, an intensive care nurse, had been sewing homemade masks. Travers took a pair of nearby scissors and cut a hole in the middle of his mask out of anger. Moments later, his frustration immediately turned into inspiration, realizing the mask simply needed to be adjusted for lip reading. Yeah. And that's when he added the plastic panel. Then you have a light bulb go off and you're yep. like, oh, shit, yep. I should just, yeah. And oh, here you go. Here's a picture. I scroll to the bottom of the story. Okay. Oh, I it love that. It looks like it fits pretty naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. That is pretty pretty nifty. Oh, that's it's great. It's a nice looking mask. It's, it fits your whole face. It looks like a beard. <laughs> looks like a polka dot beard going over this guy's nose. Right around his <laughs> mouth hole. Um, okay, so uh, back to me? Um, no, let me finish my story. Back okay. to you in the studio, John Hannah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait on my cue! I, I mean, did, did I say back to me? I meant shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, and on you go. Uh, did you hear? This one is sad, man. Um, did you hear that Regis Philbin, uh, 88 years old, um, a host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in the early 2000s, a uh, very short individual as far as I knew, like maybe like 5'5 five, five or 5'7. Five, Wasn't something he like, five, I think he was super five, short. Five, man. He was a little guy. I, I didn't even know he was 88. For some reason, I thought he was a little bit younger than 88? that. But, uh, Is he that pa- what it was, 88? Yeah. Re- Final answer? <laughs> 88. And he passed away. Ooh. Um, I, do we, uh, his cause of death, I think, was a stroke or a heart attack? Oh, I wasn't. Honestly, I wasn't even sure. I just kind of read the headline and was like, oh, we lost another one. We, uh, le- yeah, let's call Rocky over. He's going to help us out with um, with Regis. Okay, because uh, I got a few questions. I, like, uh, uh, what was his method of method of death? Uh, how did he die? And, uh, like, where I know we I, we all know him from what from who's who wants to be a millionaire? I keep wanting to say whose line is it? Anyway. Uh, that's what I thought you were going to say. Who wants to be a millionaire? And before that, you know, older guys. I remember him from uh, you know Regis and uh, used to be Regis and Kelly, but before that, it was Regis and Kathy Lee. Oh yeah, that was old oh, wow. school. Old school. When I was a kid, that was a day- daytime show. Yeah. Before that, I have no idea where he came from. How they picked him to be the host of that show. What okay. His okay. Is. So how did he die? But and then I know you like. Do you have the answer too of like where he might have started out? Yeah. I have, okay. Uh, both well, Rocky's of those. got info. Yeah. Um, well. Okay. So he's got a long illustrious career, obviously. But he um he just recently passed July twenty fourth of two thousand twenty of cardiovascular disease. He was eighty eight. Oof. Yeah, that kind of sucks, and I'm yeah. sure it wasn't fun. Party but um, yeah, he's. I mean, he's got an IMDb page that just reads for pages and pages and pages. But well, I saw a lot of his roles though were Regis Philbin. He they plays were himself, himself like a lot. cameos. He right. Plays himself so my question was like, how did he become that guy? Like, where you want to cast him as? Where well, you're such a don. If you don't know who he is, why would you? You know, you have to know who he is. How do we know who he is? Because he's not really acting if you're playing yourself, right? No. Yeah, he so just, he just shows up and goes like, uh, "Hey, it's me, <laughs> I'm Regis Philbin." <laughs> yeah, so he, I mean, he's iconic, but like, so where did he start? So he kind of for a a long time he sort of like eked by like in the um, 
television and radio land. He kind of did little tiny things, and he'd cover for people here, cover p- for people there, okay. and just do whatever he could, I guess. So he's reliable. That's yeah. kind of a thing in the news world, I think, when you're like, as a reporter, you kind of got to start out doing like little bit parts and shit before you like become an anchor. Like somebody's understudy, you know, you're kind of like waiting for your yeah. shot. yep. Absolutely. Oh, and that and that's you know in the fifties. You miss a hundred percent of the shots. You don't take. don't do that again. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was an understudy or what? What did you call it? A, like a scriptwriter or what? What was it? Um, it says page here for the Tonight yeah, Show. Oh, a page is like an intern or a go getter, like a, go. a getter, a fetcher kind he, of. He was doing that in fifty five. So I mean, he didn't. I mean, he didn't do a ton until wait, wait, he was like he was a 30. page in fifty five. Yeah. with Dianetics and Scientology was invented. I, I see Ooh. a connection. But that was on the Tonight Zeno, Show, baby. just. <laughs> 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 Um, and he honestly, man, he just he did a lot of weird stuff, a lot of radio, and then TV, radio, TV, radio. He'd go back and forth. He'd do whatever he could, covering for Merv Griffin, um, Ed McMahon, Johnny Carson, oh, all wow. these other people. Yeah, he would okay. do whatever he could. And then, as you mentioned earlier, he kind of hooked up with uh, Regis and Kathy Lee. Yep. That was their thing. And yep. that was in 88. That actually got a lot of success, and that's where he skyrocketed. And um, and then again, he kind of hit uh, gold twice with uh, Regis and Kelly, yep. and that sort of, you know, him going yeah. and then a, a vid, eventually it like solidified him solidified him legend status absolutely know? and then he retired out of that and then I think Strahan came onto that show right and that is now what we know as Michael and Kelly yeah, is that still a thing something like that yeah yeah I don't know there might have uh, been a gap in time or a gap in teeth yeah, I don't know I, I mean because I was looking at his awards you know and just kind of as a way to remember him a little bit you know was illustrious baby <laughs> this is why we're talking about it and he is in 2004 went to the Guinness World Book of Records Book for the of World Records for the most hours on television. No shit, fifteen thousand one hundred and eighty-eight no hours he, on television. Well, it might have has it been surpassed since then, or is he holding that down in since two, 2004? In 2009, Regis updated it. Wow, to sixteen thousand five hundred and forty and a half. And then I don't see if anybody then, broke yeah, it after that. Wow, I can't believe. I so, cannot believe. So that's pretty legendary. For that's, the most, like nobody has more hours than you. No, yeah, that's the most. I would say they say at ten thousand hours, you're officially an expert. He's officially a TV expert. Yeah, a- April two thousand six. Uh, both at the same time. <clears throat> excuse me. Inducted for the National Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame and inducted into the Television Hall of Fame. That's awesome, man. That's cool. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he he definitely deserves uh, the chops. That the, uh, oh, the he still holds the record. He Rocky still, checked that. He still holds the record. So Regis is the current record holder, and I don't even Since know. Since 09. I don't know if anybody's years. even close to that uh, right who now. Who knows? I'm sure maybe. Maybe, like, I mean, uh, who would be close? Like Letterman, maybe? Letterman's gone. No, but he's I, done. I, I, so he I, can't beat it now. That's what I'm saying. Mayor, right. uh, Conan maybe has a shot. Oh, Conan's no been idea. going for a long fucking time. You're right. Conan's been like 20 plus years of his show. I don't know if anybody's so going to get even close it, for a while. That's cool. That's There's a little, uh, th- there's really a digi here. Did uh, you know that? I did not know R.I.P. Regis Philbin. R.I.P. Regis Philbin. Well, uh, uh, quickly, did you hear, piggybacking on my last story, famed women's workout apparel maker Lululemon is set to release specialty fitted, quote, lip reading yoga pants. Oh. <laughs> Probably a little different from the mask thing, but I'm still excited. <laughs> I like that. All right. Um, that just about does it for us. Uh, episode 147 of Funny to Informing. Uh, we encourage you guys to go over to the decaljunkie.com and uh, click on our logo. And then we have a whole list of merch and stuff that you can get in different sizes. I'm really liking my phone case. It's doing, Me it's, too. It's doing its job. 
Yeah, yeah. Phone case. Uh, I like your buff. I almost want to get a buff for myself. One of those Survivor multi. You yeah. Like. You can wear it as a do rag, which yeah. we did on our last YouTube show. Yeah, I'm wa- <laughs> I'm waiting for my uh, my hat to. Your come hat in. is actually in. Ooh. You need to stop by and pick that up from where it got shipped to. Yes. Matter of fact, John. Yes, 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 so yes, yes. There yes, you yes. go. The decal junkie. Uh, T h e d e c a l j u n k i e dot com. And uh, yeah, I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Pizzaberg Coleman, and we hope that you guys enjoyed listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. And you can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. Tip your cult conspirators. Mm. <laughs> I die and they lay me the rest Gonna go to the place that's the best When I lay me down to die Gonna go up to the spirit in the sky Going up to the spirit in the sky That's where I'm gonna go when I die When I die and they lay me the rest Gonna go to the place that's the best Prepare yourself, you'll know it's a must Gotta have a friend in Jesus So you know that when you die He's gonna recommend you to the spirit of the sky Gonna recommend you to the spirit of the sky That's where you're gonna go when you die When you die and they lay you to rest You're gonna go to the place that's the best Been a sinner, never sinned. I got a friend in Jesus. So you know that when I die, he's gonna set me up with the spirit in the sky. Oh, set me up with the spirit in the sky. That's where I'm gonna go when I die. When I die and they lay me to rest, I'm gonna go to the place that's the best. Go to the place that's the best.